This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome to Seek Reality with your host, Roberta Grimes. Author and attorney Roberta Grimes will explore and illustrate how she, after an extraordinary experience of light in childhood, has discovered channels of communication to the afterlife and how these implications have an effect on our everyday lives. Please welcome the host of Seek Reality, Roberta Grimes. I'm so glad to have you with us today on Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes, and I'm delighted to welcome yet another wonderful, interesting person. That's what I love about what I do. I love hearing from people as well, so don't hesitate to reach out to me, but it's so great to meet all these wonderful, wonderful specialists and things. Frankly, one of the things I love most about doing this work is that there's so much to learn. I've been doing this for 50 years, and there still are areas I have barely touched on. And we're doing a series of three programs on those areas. As you know, last week, we had the 2013 Australian Psychic of the Year, Debbie Malone, to talk about psychic detective work. I had no idea about all of that, and she's an expert. So that was last week. Next week, our guest is going to be Virginia Hummel, and she's the Orb Whisperer. She's going to share with us an amazing but actually indisputably genuine phenomenon, which is our loved dead ones appearing as orbs of light. This is fun. You're going to enjoy her. And this week, Dr. David Lowe is back with us for a repeat performance. He was with us just actually a month or two ago. This time he's going to talk to us about another thing I know nothing about, which is dreams. Three whole new areas of fun stuff to talk about, and this is just right on the edge of, of afterlife evidence. This is a thing, something you can spend your whole life researching, what happens at and after death and everything related to it. So um, I hope you sort of get bitten by this hobby because I still enjoy it so much. David Lowe is a researcher, a teacher, a speaker. She's an ex- He's an expert in the field of meditation and dream work. And also, he's someone who's done a tremendous amount of research on spirituality and religion. When we talked with him last, it was about Universal Spiritual Philosophy and Practice, which is a great book he wrote. It's a summary handbook for people who are trying to sort of find their spiritual home. He has done more work than I can ever imagine doing on all the different religions that there are. Now, this is another thing he does. He does dream work. And this is something I know nothing about, except the kinds of dreams that loved ones give us. We'll talk a little about that, but this is a whole new area. So I'm thrilled to have David here again. Welcome, David, and we're going to have a lot of fun with this. Thank you, Roberta. It's great to be on the show. I really look forward to talking some more. Well, let's briefly, briefly tell people a little about your background in case they didn't hear our earlier program, and then we're going to plunge into dreams. Yeah, basically, I'm, you know, like I got a whole bunch of degrees, which don't necessarily mean much, master's and PhD and so forth. My real education happened over the course of about 40 years worth of spiritual practice, pilgrimage, spending time around teachers in ashrams and so forth, and, you know, processing a lot of personal material, doing a lot of purification and working on my dreams. Um, you know, dream, it varies in importance as to how important dreams are for a person's spirituality. But, but probably 90% of people can benefit from paying more attention to dreams than they do. With me, it was especially important. So I spent about 30, 35 years tracking, writing down, interpreting. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. About how to interpret dreams and so forth. I've been with lots of people to help me do it, studied and so forth. So, yeah, it's it's kind of especially mine at this point. Oh, dear. Well, I usually don't remember dreams, and there may be people listening who don't remember dreams. So are we like hopelessly failures, or what's the, what is that all about? 
No, it's interesting. Everybody dreams every night. That's been known yes. for decades. If you're not allowed to dream, you'll basically go nuts after a couple of weeks. If, if you're not allowed to dream, but you're still allowed to get enough sleep, you will slowly lose, you lose your ability to function. They do have psychobiological functions, brain maintenance. In some ways, the scientists don't quite understand. So everybody does dream every night, and some people either don't need to remember them, things are smooth enough in their life, that isn't where their spirituality is focused. More likely, they're just not interested enough in them. They haven't paid enough attention to their spirituality or to the notion that you can get help from God or that you can ask for help and get help back. They're just not interested. Probably Most of the time, they're just they're probably not interested enough and have not doing the right things with their life by way of stimulating dreams to happen. Okay, well, so I'm very spiritual, um, and I, I, I mean, maybe, maybe it's just all smooth. I have no idea why. I do go through periods when I dream a little, but um, uh, is it a, is it a warning sign of some sort if you don't dream? Because as I say, I really I feel quite at peace with the fact. I mean, I dream. I understand I do, but that I don't remember the dreams. Right, right. Well, you know, God is playful. Dream, dream. Dreams are going to happen anyway, but for the most part, they do happen for a reason. Um, if things have smoothed out a lot in your life in terms of, in terms of your spirituality, maturity, and so forth, then you're not going to have a lot of difficult, problematic dreams. Right. But dream, dreams have happened anyway, and sometimes we, we, we are offered deeper insights about things that we're ready for. So, um, yeah, they, they definitely happen for a reason. And sometimes they're, sometimes they're playful. Sometimes the messages that they mean to give you aren't particularly important. It would be nice to tune into them, but they're not totally necessary. But for most people, they can benefit a lot from paying attention to their dreams. I I think I'm one who just probably doesn't really need to remember them as much. We're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to plunge into what dreams are anyway. Yo. (laughs) Stick with us. We'll be right back. All right. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. 
But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes, and we're talking with David Lowe about dreams, which is an area that I, as I say, I know nothing about, partly because I don't do it much, but how did you first get interested in dreams? Were you doing a lot of dreaming and getting them interpret, your dreams interpreted, or what was all that about? Yes, I got interested in dreams primarily because from a fairly early age, well, after my teenage years, I went through a period of, of, of experimentation in my teenage years with it. But then I lost interest pretty much until I began having, well, I guess more or less disturbing dreams in connection with spiritual stuff um, that I was going through. I, um, my dream life was, was quite active. And after I got a certain initiations and ran into certain influences, something got jump-started inside of me. I began having extraordinary dreams of a different type altogether than, than, than ordinary dreams. So I began to look at, you know, my dreams in general, got dictionaries and so forth, began trying to puzzle them out. Yeah, it was, it, it was because my, my particular karma, if you will, involved a lot of dreams in connection with spiritual issues. So what are they anyway? Are they messages from your mind? Are they... Um... Because I have had some notions about what they are, but what 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 are the people who are in the field of of studying dreams? What's the actual process? Is it just neurons firing? What is going on? Well, there are there are biological theories, cognitive theories, psychological theories, spiritual theories. So there are some folks who think that dreams are purely a byproduct of of, of brain of the neurochemical interactions. Some people think that they are a byproduct of you know cognitive processes where Old knowledge is thrown out, new knowledge is gained or, or revised. Most people who do dream work uh, in terms of art have a strong interest in spirituality, and they believe like I do, and this is, this is my own definition of dreams, that they are the ordinary psychic faculty that human beings possess to access you know, spiritual knowledge, psychic and spiritual knowledge. I, I say ordinary because we all have that faculty. It's part of who we are. Some people have extraordinary gifts like clairvoyance. But right. we all have the ability to dream or to remember them. Whoops, sorry. No more of that. Okay. okay. Well, so, all right. So, um, looking, looking at what dreams are then and the fact that some dream a lot and some dream not much and this curious fact that if we don't dream, it, uh, it has a severely negative effect on our brains. Right. Do, are brain, do dreams, are dreams involved with brain maintenance then in some way, cleaning out? you know, sweeping out the house kind of in your, in your brain or what, what is, what's the relationship there? Why would we have to do it? Well, you know, I'm, I, from, from a spiritual standpoint, our astral or dream or subtle body has its own cycle of activity during, during the 24 hour cycle of a day, just like our physical body does. 
Right. That's fundamentally why we sleep. And sleep is actually a bit of a mystery to scientists, even now. Yes. So that's why we sleep. And um, there's no question that they have psychobiological functions. Um, a person, again, the, the precisely what those functions are, we don't know. Um, but there's no question that if someone isn't allowed to dream, you slowly begin to, you flunk psychological tests, you become irritable, you lose your ability to function altogether eventually if, if you're not allowed to dream. And then you do a lot of dreaming intentionally. Um, when you start up again, there there is a kind of rebound effect where the person dreams a great deal for a while before it fades back down to the normal level of frequency of dreaming. Well, so let's start interpreting dreams because people have kinds of dreams and they say, what the heck did that mean? For example, what are some interesting things that can happen in dreams that have known known messages attached to them or, or assumed messages? Well, maybe the best first thing to talk about is there, there's a wide variety, probably nine-tenths of the dreams people have reflect common psychological tensions which, which we experience in daily life. Things like falling, flunking a test, being undressed in public, meeting a oh, soul, yes. being pregnant, um, you know, dying. All of those dreams uh, have, are pretty transparent in terms of their general overall meaning. Okay. Um, there's a whole, of course, the, the more complex dreams you can't easily understand. But those kinds of dreams tend to be pretty pretty standard in, in terms of what they mean overall. And they happen because we don't need to be as, as insecure, as anxious, as out of control as we often are. So they are that they are useful in that they show up to tell us things. Even for example, but what do they tell us, David? For example, um, a pregnancy, I, someone who dreams they're pregnant, what right. would that mean? Or someone who dreams of falling, what does that mean? So again, common, common situations, common psychological tensions, common. Uh, so being pregnant is usually something like a new idea or project germ I would think so, yes. germinating inside you or something which you are about to give birth to in some sense or other. Yeah. Uh, Dying is often um, a part of you which has gone out of commission, um, a capacity of yours which is which, which which you are unaware that you have temporarily kind of sidelined, or often a, a rebirth because you know you, when you die you are born again. So something yes. is dying inside you to be reborn later. That you know, dreams have many possible meanings, an infinite number of possible meanings, but there's always one ideal, most appropriate meaning, which you can nail down between you and the person that you're working with. And there's always a good aha feeling when that happens. So, so what you do then professionally, one of the things you do is to help people who are maybe troubled by or interested in what's happening in their dreams, and you help them make sense of what it means? Right. Um, in the context of a more general overall counseling session. I like to work with dreams. Um, so yeah, I mean, quite, I mean, invariably, dreams happen, especially if you're going through difficult issues, there's turmoil in your life, lots of changes, and you're dreaming actively. That's the time when you really need to pay attention and to try to understand what they're telling you. And it's, it's, it's usually all symbolic. There are sometimes literal elements to people's dreams, but they're usually 100% symbolic. Which, you know, so you, you, but that doesn't mean you can't you can't not understand them. It means that you need to dialogue with them on a regular basis. Um, use simple dictionaries, especially thick ones with all sorts of scholarly references and um, alternative meanings. Uh, really short dream books are useless, but a thick, simple dictionary is very helpful. Huh. And one of the things I've wondered about is whether dreams, because I actually had been told this long ago, whether dreams have a relationship with the fact that when we are, um, uh, when, when our bodies sleep, very often we are out of body and seeing our dead loved ones or um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, consulting again, with guides, doing right. all of I, that. Again, you know, our, our spiritual body has its own cycle of activity, just like our physical body does. Yes. You know, so yeah. that, that's why we sleep, because we have a spiritual nature. There's yes. a spiritual part of our being. Uh-huh. We all go back to source partially before we awaken again. Yes. Dreams automatically formulate themselves to tell us stuff symbolically that, that we need to know in connection with various issues that we're going through, right? I mean, our, our thoughts and feelings don't just exist in our heads. 
thoughts and feelings as mental phenomena. They they um, inhabit higher dimensions, which transcend time and space, right? Right. So to say that our extended auras, if you will, are always interacting with each other, and dreams. And again, this if, if you're really if you're really into your spirituality, especially, and you're going through all sorts of stuff, you, you you realize that human beings are unfolding, actualizing creatures. You're not just old, cold, and stuck in your ways. Then you you know you will um, be in touch with your dreams, and dreams automatically. You can be assured in that situation that dreams are formulating themselves automatically to help you with issues which you're facing. Huh. Fascinating. So so your guides might set up a dream to tell because you met with them and they want you to remember something about that meeting that you had so they might have you have a dream that gives you information symbolically from that meeting. Is that but, something uh, that could happen? Yeah, I mean it's interesting. Some people some people don't really have, you know, I mean, I, I myself have three or four regular angels, if you will, who show up every so often to, to, uh, to tell me stuff. I can't ask them, you know, um, but they, they show up when they think it's appropriate. Right. Um, but a lot of people don't have, you know, explicit guides, but they do have a sense of overall direction and purpose and destiny. And, and like the most profound sense of what God is, is just the implicit knowledge that all of us are unfolding into a greater reality at whatever rate. And dreams are the guide, one of the guides we can use to, to go, to keep going in the right direction. But yeah, I mean, if you have a powerful experience with, with, with like one spirit, if you have a good relationship with one totem animal or one angel or one spiritual guide, you can, you can have faith that that, that agency is the one who's throwing a dream at you every so often. Yeah, sure. One of the things that I suppose I should say here is it's believed by, by most afterlife researchers, which is a different thing from what you do, that we each of us has a primary spirit guide. Um, but it may well be that in the course of the work you're doing, you aren't encountering that sort of side of things. Um, but this, oh, yeah. is a whole, this is a whole other area of complexity. And part of one of the ways we know this is a, a scholarly area is that there is no pat answer. We're, st we're all really still learning. But uh, all right. So what if people want to dream? Is there a way they can prompt that dream? Yes, there certainly is. You can overall, again, one, greater interest in spirituality. Two, specific interest in dreams. Buy a book about dreams and start reading it. Um, three, ritualize the latter part of your evening. Uh, not every night, but maybe once or twice a week. The last half hour, hour or so, last couple of hours, yoga, spiritual reading, meditation, um, journaling, and then before you go to bed, repeat out loud, I affirm, I will remember my dreams. Also, you know, put yourself out, get yourself out of your comfort zone in your daily life. Do things which cause feelings and thoughts to come up and start moving around inside you. So get uncomfortable in your daily life. Challenge yourself. That will cause dreams to start happening. All those things. How interesting, really. So, uh, if you're if, if you're if you're trying something new, whether it's learning how to ski or investigating uh, uh, a, a new religion or a new spiritual area, that's likely to doing new stuff is likely to prompt people to dream. Yeah, oh, yeah, and especially working with personal issues. I mean, issues which you know things, thing things which you have minor traumas or or frustrations around points of yes. resistance, hang-ups, buttons that need to be pushed, get them pushed to some extent. Really? Um, that will cause you to dream more so than anything else because dreams are all about working through personal issues. That's what they're for, you know, <laughs> to and, help and, us grow and unfold. It, and, and if you ignore your dreams, you don't pay any attention to them at all, are they still useful to you? Well, yeah, I mean, God, God, God self, as I call it, doesn't want us to be unhappy. If you ignore your dreams, your life is probably going to turn out fine in the normal course of events, like most lives do. Right. But there always exists greater possibilities of happiness and fulfillment above and beyond the norm. That's what they're for. That, that, that information is always on offer. Okay, it's completely optional whether we want to pay attention to a dream or not. But if we want to grow and unfold, that's what we should do. That's the most effective avenue of, of 
growth will unfold in terms of direction and specific practical things that, that we should or should not do. Okay, that's very interesting. One of the things I would like to ask you in our next segment, we're about to take another break, but um, what I'd like to do is sort of let's go through how someone might handle dreams that are being presented. How, how do we respond to them and what's the right way to do that? So sure. this, is, this is Roberta Grimes, Seek Reality, talking with David Lowe about dreams, and we'll be right back. And I want to tell you about a great provision for those interested in spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Find Your Path Home Shamanic Art Center is your resource for reliable, leading-edge information, education, and healing. Offering our brand new online galactic shamanism classes, long-distance shamanic healing performed by Path Home Shamanic Art School certified shamanic practitioners, and the Science of Magic's topic-driven radio episode collections, where I interview today's leading experts on science and magic. All of this designed to inform, support, and empower you through these changing times. Visit us and all we have to offer at findyourpathhome.com. That's findyourpathhome.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Mnemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Mnemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen.
This is Roberta Grimes on Seek Reality. We're talking about dreams, which is an area I now know twice as much as I ever knew before because I knew nothing before. And David Lowe is helping us to become acquainted with what this whole interesting phenomenon is about dreams. And what he was telling us before was sort of how we should be responding to our dreams, which is something I never had even thought about. So, all right, David, the dreams are happening where we've maybe encouraged them or we just notice we're dreaming a lot about certain things. What what, what should our response be? Well, first, uh, let me toot my horn. For an hour, I will, if you send me 25 bucks, I, I will spend an hour on the phone with you about your dream. But no, for the most part, you know, just write down if you wake up having had a really complex dream, which you can't possibly remember all of you and, and you have no time to write it all down. Spend five minutes writing down major things, major images and sayings or whatever was in the dream. Five minutes trying to figure it out. What the heck is this? What, what could I mean, write down some things, even if you have no idea, write it down, try to figure it out. Then five minutes. And this is important. If asking God or writing in your journal questions and frustrations about what does this mean uh, here, hit me with it again from a different angle, or I have no idea what this is saying, but come on, I'm, I'm not that smart, God, please try again, make it easier. And by the way, I have this problem. Write that down, too. And that way you are dialoguing with your dreams. So things will automatically shift when you start doing that. And. Uh, you'll start getting dreams which are easier to fathom and which are less difficult to figure out. So if you dialogue with your dreams like that, you will automatically be, start being able to figure them out, even if you even if you know little or nothing about symbolism. Okay, um, which is really more of a more matter of maturity than it is of study, believe it or not. Okay, so um, someone is, and I I said this to him during the break. Um, one of the most common a sort of motifs I hear about in dreams is snakes. Right. And I've been told that they have something to do with sex, but you said during the break they're way more complicated. So someone's having a bunch of dreams about sex. What would, I mean, about uh, snakes, rather. Uh, how would they approach that dream? They wrote it down. Snakes are all over the place. How would they approach that? Well, you have to look at the whole context of the dream, but the snakes can mean, oh, gosh, there's all that biblical stuff. They're associated with sin. They're associated with wisdom because they're so subtle and canny, again, with that biblical association. They're associated with spiritual initiation and transformation. Because when a poison snake bites you, your body changes. Okay. Right. They're associated with spiritual awakening because in the Eastern traditions, there's this notion that, that of the kundalini energy, which exists at the base of your spine as a coiled serpent. Okay. Really? Oh, wow. And of course, and of course... Um, they're associated with, 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 of course, sexuality because they, they are inherently phallic. So, yeah, all those associations are there. Spiritual initiation, wisdom, canniness, sexuality, um, um, transformation. Uh, so snakes can mean any of those things depending upon the context of the dream. Okay, someone wrote, wrote down the dream and went through all of those. How would they know the direction to go? Do they, it just feels right? When they think of that direction? But you have to sort of, um, you know, so, yeah, th th there are people who approach dreams more from the standpoint of feelings than cognitive knowledge about symbols. Uh -huh. um, be because when you unlock what the dream is telling you, it's more on a feeling emotional level. There's um, a more deeper connection with some aspect of yourself. But to do that, you have to sort of fathom, you know, what you can feel into a dream more so than you can think about it. I tend right. to think about them too much, but I can get to a person's feelings by understanding symbols as well as I do. So you have to just use your intuition, use your feelings, and use the context of the dream. I mean, if, if, there, are, if there are a lot of attractive girls around in the dream and there's a snake as well, yeah, it's got to be more about sexuality <laughs> or something like that. Right. If there's right. a lot of scholars and books and tests being taken and there's a snake, it's going to be more about wisdom or canniness or something. Ah, OK. All right. That's interesting. Um, and, and if people are trying to understand their dream, they don't have to talk to God. Right. I mean, some no. people aren't comfortable talking to God for various reasons. So um, they, they can maybe just dialogue with the dream itself. OK, dream. I'm trying to right. understand I mean, you. Right. Dreams meet you where you're at. 
Okay. Right. I mean, dreams, the, uh, the dream sources, I call God, self, source, truth, light, dream source, understands that we have varying levels of belief in higher reality and so forth. And, um, you know, so you can dialogue. I mean, the, the, the whole notion of an inner wisdom, of a sort of intuitive knowing, a deeper kind of uh, inherent knowing or knowledge we have of reality that comes from deep within ourselves, hunches, intuition. People relate to that idea. So, okay, even, if so only, even if it's only the notion of like inner wisdom and intuition, you know, 10 heads are better than one in a group, you can, you can approach the dream on that basis. You do have right. inner wisdom. So, so I, I have this snake dream that I maybe have had once or twice, and and this I'm not this is hypothetical. This isn't me, and and um, there were there were attractive men around. What do I do about that knowledge? So I say, oh, that must be about sex, but I don't know what to do with that knowledge. What 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 should someone do if they think they've gotten to the root of what their dream means? What okay. do you do? Okay. Well, well. Okay. So I'll, I'll just go ahead and say a woman has a dream involving attractive men and snakes. Okay, so the, I mean, just ideally, of course, most dreams are more complex than that, and you need to know the client very well before you can attempt a, any kind of good interpretation. But on that basis, we can say that, you know, the lady has, you know, issues with sexuality, has specific points of frustration around or maybe she needs to connect with a more masculine aspect of herself. Perhaps it has nothing to do with sexuality at all. Really? Interesting. It may be, it, it may be just connect, need to connect with your own masculine side, becoming more assertive and, and you know, all that sort of thing, the difference between men and women. You, you want complementarity, even though we are either one or the other. You want to right. be like both. So right. it may be a matter of contacting your inner masculinity. It may be an issue with explicit sexuality. It may be an acknowledgement. Maybe, maybe you know, sometimes dreams happen to let you know that you've done well with something. It's like a congratulatory dream. Really? So, yeah. I mean, if, 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 if you've been through a lot of interesting, successful stuff with your sexuality lately, that may be saying you're on the right track. Good girl. Go for it. No problem. Don't need to worry about that anymore. That may be okay. what it's saying. That may be and what it's telling you. It depends you, on the context be, of your life. Is it part, would you partly know it by the way you, the dream makes you feel? If it makes you feel as if you're doing well, then that was the message of the dream? Or how would well, you know? You can say how, there, how do you know what it means? There are three, there, there's three things involved. One is what the dream is. Two is what you've been going through recently in your life. And Three is, um, well, I'm trying, I'm kind of losing my train of thought here, but what you've been doing recently in your life, the things, things, things that have been happening, the things that you've been recently feeling and doing are often quite important. Okay, so who you are as a person individually, inside, psychologically, that's one thing. What you're doing on the outside, externally, is one thing. And three is the actual dream itself. Okay, those three things will tell you kind of what it means. Um, huh. If you if and again it's it's usually symbolic. Sometimes there there are literal aspects of the dream, but you need to know yourself, know your situation, what you've been going through, and um, yeah, think about your feelings that you've recently been having about things, issues that that, that you've recently been coping with. Um, so you can dialogue with your dreams on, on on a regular basis. Huh, fascinating. Now, one, one of the things, I want to just talk briefly about communication dreams, which is the only kind of dream I know. Um, right. people, people will have dreams about that, that, that the way you can sort of tell it's a communication dream from a loved one and it's not just you happen to dream of grandpa is that it feels usually re more real than a dream. Right. And, it, and it doesn't fade in the course of the day. In fact, I've had two communication dreams in my life years ago, and I remember them both vividly. Right. That seems to be the difference, um, and it's. I think it's important for people to understand that difference. You're un totally unpredictably, your loved ones um, may just show up. Usually, yeah, it's a patient dream. Sure. Yes. Usually, just to say I'm here and I love you and I'm okay or whatever. But sometimes it's a more complicated message. Sometimes they don't speak at all. They don't need to. Right. Um, but it's just the fact that oh, there's Grandma. She looks great. 
one of the things that some people will say, well, I'm, I just want so much to have a communication dream. Mm-hmm. And I, I can recommend um, Suzanne Wilson's book, Soul Smart, which just came out this year. She has a whole program in there for prompting communication dreams right. and, and then for remembering their dreams. I just want to make that little plug for the book Soul Smart because I think uh, I know many people would like to have this kind of dream and it makes it much more likely you will have it if you go through the process she recommends. That's right. just my plug for her book. So let's go back to talking about the, the the dreams that are not necessarily. Oh, do you have something maybe to say about communication dreams? You must hear about those as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I a lot of the time, most of the time, when people see relatives in their dreams, it, it, the relatives is, is, is just another symbol. Yes. In, in, in general, um, if the dream has emotional power, really, really profound feeling power in it connecting with whoever visiting you, then it is a sincere visitation dream. Okay. Um, if, 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 if there really is a lot of emotional and meaningful emotional content, then it obviously is a visitation dream. Absolutely. Otherwise, you know, your father or mother or whatever can often function as, as um, just another symbol. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so do, do you find when you have people you work with for a period of time that you come to know them through the kinds of dreams that they're having? I, I, does that act as a kind of psychotherapy? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, Dreams. There's nothing that dreams will 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 not eventually reveal about you. Um, I mean, God knows what we're ready for at different stages of our growth. But if, if 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 you're the kind of person who wants to keep secrets, then you shouldn't do dream work at all because stuff will eventually come out. So when 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 you work with somebody with their dreams, you automatically get to know the deeper, more personal aspects of what they're going through. Yes, yeah, you really get to know them very well. Absolutely. One of the things I think that that people um, are are concerned about is getting warnings or or anything negative. Do you find that dreams sometimes function as warnings that people are off track? More often than not, they do. Yes, all the time, all the time. Um, Whether it's something in your business, your personal life, your health, quite often your health, people will get advanced warnings about issues like that. That's one of the major functions of dreams. Um, in terms of my own experience, that, that I mean, you know, absolutely, they will keep you on track. And again, dreams like that are more likely to happen to you if you care care about who you are and what you're going through in life and what your priorities are. If you're if if, if you're going to be just another ordinary animal human being, eating, sleeping, reproducing, bringing home the bacon, and that's it, you don't think about higher aspects of your being, then your dreams will reflect that level of interest. But if you have a stronger spiritual interest and you realize that you're on a journey, you will get those warning dreams more often, more often than you otherwise would have. Yeah. For, for, for some people, I think there is uh, this is a, an area of very important communication with who they who and what they are. As you point out, um, our, our guides and, and, uh, and as you say, God will help us in ways that we are most likely to respond to so for some people i'm sure the kinds of dreams they're getting will really benefit from having someone you know help them understand what the heck this means when we come back we're we're going to talk with david a little bit about that process this is roberta grimes seek reality with david lowe we'll be right back Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize, while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. This 
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Roberta Grimes on Seek Reality with my dear friend now, Rob Lowe, um, my, my, my dear friend David Lowe, who has been telling us all about dreams and the dreams that, uh, I don't have dreams per se, but even the little bit that I do dream, it's kind of interesting and surprising now. I'm going to want to do more of it and learn more. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do that, Rob, um, David. I keep saying Rob. Rob is our wonderful engineer. Um, I'm looking at his face right now. Um, I, I think I'm going to try to do a little dreaming and then maybe talk to you about what it means, just because it's nice to have another window into yourself. This is what it really gives us, another way, as you pointed out, David, to come to understand who and what we really are and what we're about, what we should be doing. If dreams so, were voluntary, then that would be easy, but quite often they're usually not. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. No, that no, that's okay. Um, but... Uh, Talk about an analysis of dreams. If someone is is having dreams and wants to use them as a gateway into the soul or, or a way to know more about yourself, how does that work? People people make appointments with you and talk with you. Is that it? Um, well, you, you should write well. As far as what to do, 
write down the whole dream as much as as, as many as in all the in all the detail that you can then make a list of symbols and symbols can be can be objects actions events or sets of circumstances it can be all those different things then do your best to try to figure it out and go to symbol dictionaries that's really pretty much all you can do on your own okay so yeah i will um i do dream work and the way that can work on the telephone is i mean for the most part people only share their dreams in the context of an established therapeutic relationship okay but they tend to be quite personal so it isn't too often that i get somebody who will do this but on the phone for 25 bucks i will talk to you for one hour about your dream okay We'll work through it. I'll get to know you. We'll look at the symbols and we'll come up with a bunch of alternate meanings and zero in on the one which is most appropriate for you. And then talk about things you can do to honor the dream. I mean, quite often when somebody finally understands a really powerful, important dream, it's like, whammo, I got to go do this thing right away. And they'll call their brother or take money out of the bank account or whatever they have to do. Right. Um, it's, it's often more about just knowledge and awareness and thinking about something but sometimes it's something that they want to do in the world right away that they didn't understand before it can be i mean nightmares nightmares are unpleasant only to get your attention that's all there that's there's no such thing as a bad dream so really yeah no no nightmares are pleasant only to get your attention for no other reason it's like hello stupid do something about this finally Okay, so so someone has a repeated sort of nightmare of a someone following them at night, or a, or a, or falling, or something right. that's scary. That right. doesn't mean anything negative, is what you're saying. Well, no, it, it, what it means is, is that is that you, is that you have been doing your best to ignore a very obvious issue. Okay. Okay, so you're being chased by something. I get it. If you're I being chased it. by something, that's almost always about some responsibility, something that you have to do that you've been ignoring and not doing. Or not uh, to of right, so you know um, there are dreams can be quite important and the nightmares or you know repetitive dreams which are mostly kind of unpleasant. You know, repetitive dreams wouldn't be happening. I mean, as human beings, we all have issues that were this. Many of us struggle with the same issue all our life because that's our situation, and repetitive dreams will happen for that reason. But more specifically, really more to the point as far as I'm concerned, they happen because, you know, a repetitive dream wouldn't be happening if there wasn't some way that you could be adjusting or tweaking your life to make it better, to get yourself happier and more fulfilled. All right. It, I, I, I just remembered something I really want to ask you about. When I was younger, I used to do a lot of dreaming um, um, when I was in my teens and 20s and so on. And there were two different, very big expensive seeming houses that appeared right. repeatedly in my dreams there were it was there were two different houses but they were and they were always the same inside but sometimes when i'd look out the windows they looked the, the surroundings looked different does that mean anything if it happens to you repeatedly yeah so, so i'm sorry my, my mind wandered for a second <clears throat> um you said that you, that you were in two houses right or just one house well, it was one house, right. and then after a while, that house sort of faded away after maybe 10 years, and I started being in a different house, and it was okay. always very much the same. The house yeah. never varied, but it was big. It was like a mansion. I've never right. lived in such right. a big house. Does sure. that mean anything at all? And uh, and the the outsides, the, the trees and the skies all also changed as well? Sometimes the they were I I mean, can remember once there was no land around it and in another case the same house there was it had a huge amount of land. I just wonder if that means anything because if it happens repeatedly, it probably Again. means something. Oh yeah, but very very obviously a house is a general symbol for um, well entire units of things. Like it often represents your life, the different compartments of your life, different area, different rooms, different phases. Ah. Yes, it can rep you know, sub subconscious basement, normal higher conscious, the third floor spiritual. Uh. It could be um, so a, a, a huge mansion with all kinds of rooms in it. You know, you're having a yes. Then your your life has expanded. You're you're versatile with all kinds of things. You've explored lots of things in your life. You you. you oh, that makes you, much. That makes yeah, sense. Um, it's a sort of dream which you'll have. To it, it, it sounds like the big. Big house dream is more congratulatory than anything else. Hey, really? well, look at all the things I've done. 
Well, it did. It did happen in, when I was going through a great deal of growth, and, and maybe that's what it meant. I don't know. That's very interesting. I never thought of it that way. Well, you know, houses. I mean, it, it could. A house can represent the compartments of your mind. It can represent the phases and compartments of your life. It could represent the phases and compartments of a marriage, of a graduate career, of of a childhood from age ten through age twenty. Yeah, a wow. house can represent all those things, but it's usually the person's life or the person's mind. That's so interesting. David, how would people reach you? I do, you have a website, right? Yeah, David Lowe, MSPH. The, the, there, there's no E in my name. It's David Lowe, L-O-W, MSPhD.com. So okay. Ma- Masters of Science, Doctor of Philosophy, David Lowe, MSPhD.com. No E on the name. Or the email is David at WorldSpirituality.com. That's easy. Yeah, that- David at WorldSpirituality.com. And there's no punctuation either in your um, we- uh, your web address, right? No, oh, it's just the, the David Lowe, MS, David Lowe, MSPHD.com, right. But, but there's no, no punctuation. Okay, that's great. And you, you say that you do do consultations for people if they're... Oh, yeah. If they'd like them. Okay. Well, that's, that's for, I'm so glad to have had you here to explain things to me that I don't understand, but I understand them a little better. Thanks. I didn't you. tell you about any of my dreams or you. you. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll have to have you back to talk about that. Next time. This is, this has been, this has been David Lowe. I'm so glad he's been with us today. David, thank you so much. Thank you, Roberta. It's been wonderful to be on next time soon. Okay. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. And, and everyone, as you know, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes, and I am so glad you could join us today. Please never forget, you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began, and you never will end. And when, when you, this is, this is true. When you really get what that means, it's going to change everything in your life for the better. You live on an eternal scale. Uh, it's very, it's just transformational. So, and you get to that point. If you keep doing this kind of research, you will eventually get to the point when you realize that you are eternal. You, you, you get back more deeply into who and what you are. But there are all different paths. So, I, for me, the path is knowledge. But for other people, it will be to do spiritual things. And David Lowe's book is wonderful for that. So, um, whatever your voyage is, and if you have any questions or comments, you know how to reach me. Just go through my website. There's a contact block there, and I'm always so happy to answer emails. Just be sure you give me your right email address, because once in a while I'll write a long answer and send it, and it comes back that someone has not put in their right address. Next week, our guest is Virginia Hummel, who is the Orb Whisperer. I met her in 2013 when I knew nothing about orbs, and she has taught me so much about them. Um, there's This is something that you're going to enjoy because you can learn to call in your loved ones and take pictures of their orbs. They appear as balls of energy. And this really, this actually happens. I was skeptical at first, but I have some stories to tell you next week that will amaze you. Of course, this week our guest has been David Lowe. He's, he was with us in the spring to talk about his website, worldspirituality.com, and his book, which is Universal Spiritual Philosophy and Practice. I've never known anyone other than David who has done so much work in all the different ways that we can be spiritual. Really extraordinary. And the, the fact that our bodies dream and sleep and dream is an area which I think a lot of people are fascinated by and um, I this is just this is an area which if you're interested in uh, do getting learning more about you can learn a great deal about spiritual uh, matters through your dreams we've just only touched the surface as you know my nonfiction books are liberating Jesus my Thomas the fun of dying the fun of staying in touch the fun of growing forever and the fun of living together you can order them through bookstores or through Amazon.com, and they're available as audiobooks. Many more people than I ever thought are interested in the audiobooks, and also in 34 languages worldwide. You can find past episodes of Seek Reality on webtalkradio.net, on iTunes, and through the Seek Reality app that you can find for free in the iTunes store. Episodes that are a year or more old, you can often hear on the various Dream Vision 7 radio um, stations. I just love those people. They're doing such a wonderful job. And any time you ever wonder where I might be now, if I am if I seem hard to find, just there's a radio tab at robertagrimes.com. You can just always find me there. 
Thank you so much for being with us today. This has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being. You live forever. You never began. You never will end. And most of all, most importantly, you in particular are infinitely loved.